All right. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to Tap Talk. Um, this is a new episode. We've been off for a while, but I really wanted to get this next guest on. Uh, just to remind you all, I'm Eluterio Blanco Jr. I'm with TAP as the current chair of the uh, Workforce Development, Student Development Committee. And uh, I've been recording a series of these episodes so that um, uh, students can have a better idea of what TAP has to offer them. And last episode, we had our TAP president, Sherry Layton. Uh, she talked about some of the benefits for students, but I'm really excited because I was able to get our, the current chair of the Texas Certification Board, which is um, told, you know, uh, something that's uh, in the totally different atmosphere, but kind of the same. Uh, Dr. Ed Bergen, I'm going to introduce him and uh, let him uh, carry on the conversation after that. So Dr. Bergen is the current chair of the Certification Board, which if you all don't know, the Certification Board uh, oversees all the uh, certifications uh, for addiction professionals in Texas, all the certifications that get uh, awarded, um, and it monitors uh, uh, certification renewals. I'm going to let him talk about that a lot. But I know Dr. Bird is also, a, I mean, he's a longtime TAP uh, member, a longtime um, counselor. He is also faculty, and um, I'm going to let him tell us his exact title. But I know he's with San Antonio College. We've made some similar connect connections with students, and uh, we're both teachers. We're both educators in this in addiction. But uh, Dr. Bergen, tell us a little bit more about what you do at San Antonio College and then also what you do with the certification board. Okay, well, glad to be here. Uh, as far as I'm, for me, at the, at the college, currently, uh, after over 20 years of being full-time, I retired from that and I am doing teaching now just part-time, but I am the practicum coordinator for uh, the human services program at San Antonio College. So I deal with students usually toward the end of what they're, you know, of the program because they're going to do practicum and then move on from there, hopefully to become CIs, you know, clinical, uh, counselor interns uh, to work on getting licensed as an LCDC. So um, I think to go on, uh, to keep going on this, to talk about certification, there's some things I want to clarify and make sure some people don't understand about the certification board. Please, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. big, big step. Yeah, the certification board um, it's now called, it used to be called the Texas Certification Board of Addiction Professionals. The name was changed to Texas Certification Board. However, the website address was not changed. It's still tcbap.org. All right, but Texas Certification Board is uh, it's an uh, uh, autonomous arm of uh, TAP, Texas Addiction, uh, Association of Addiction Professionals. Uh, certification board you know, is committed uh, to setting uh, to the setting of counselor standards and production of public good. So, with that being said, let's talk about certification and how it fits in. I think a lot of students are saying, "Well, why do we need certification?" And we have the you know, if we're going to be the LCDC, that's a license. Right. Yes. So, I want to start by you know, a license. It, licenses are usually 
what is uh, awarded by a state or a jurisdiction um, so that uh, it sets the stage for individuals in, in the state and that jurisdiction that the individuals who are licensed meet a certain minimum criteria to be able to do their jobs. And uh, they need in the, that particular cases where they have licensure like Texas, then you have to be licensed to call yourself a professional, basically. Yeah. So um, with that, uh, and so you say, where does certification come in? And even when, when we talk about people going on to become LPCs, you know, I'm a, a LPC supervisor and, uh, and things, and people ask me, come up to me and ask me who are uh, graduate credentials like LPC or uh, LMSWs or LCSWs about, should I get the LCDC or whatever? Okay. And so uh, with that, let's, let's talk about the uh, certification. The LCDC certif LCDC is uh, the license. It compares to our uh, alcohol drug counselor certification, the ADC. Yeah. There's a lot of certifications. I don't think we're going to have time to go through every single one. So I'm just going to hit on a few. Mm -hmm. um, so the, um, the ADC, how it fits in and connects with the with the LCDC is that the basic criteria of the LCDC was taken from the ADC as far as the number of hours of education, uh, number of hours of uh, practicum, uh, that sort of thing, and taking the test. The LCDCs take the ADC exam, which is an international exam through the ICNRC, the uh, International Certification and Reciprocity Consortium. Right. That's the, that's the first big point right there because a, a lot of students ask about the LCDC exam and mm -hmm. where to find the LCDC exam. It, it gets confusing, but it, it, big point is it, don't look for the LCDC exam. Look for the ADC exam mm -hmm. or, or the ADC certification uh, information because that's mm -hmm. how – that's the door that you have to go through to get the LCDC Right. Um, because once they become interns, they will schedule testing through, I think the initial thing is they go into the uh, certification board website and then uh, apply for testing through there. The, the LCDC added things to the criteria of the ADC, however, as far as like requirement of a degree, because the ADC uh, internationally does not require a degree but each jurisdiction can add things to it. So in Texas, they added the minimum uh, degree, associate degree level. Um, other jurisdictions might have it higher. And some don't require, uh, there's some states that still don't require a degree to get certified or to work in the field. Right. All right, so <clears throat> now should an LCDC get certification as an ADC? If, if they want to, it's, it's very easy because it's basically one year after they receive their LCDC, they can apply to become an ADC because they have already met at that point all the requirements. Right. They pass the test, they have the 
correct number of intern hours, all that. So they do that. All they do is apply and of course pay the certification fee and stuff. So why had that? Couple, one of the main reasons and to, because I wanna be upfront with it for the ADC, if, if you ever have a, the thought that you might ever leave Texas uh, to go to another state or sometimes even to other, other countries, uh, the ADC is what's going to help to be reciprocal, mm-hmm. meaning that, and, but, and the main part is with that reciprocal, meaning that they would accept the credential, is the testing part. Because right. you might go to a, to a state that requires the ADC exam, but maybe their requirement for their state licensure or for some other credentialing that they may have requires uh, at least a, for those that only have an associate degree, maybe they, the other state requires uh, a bachelor's degree minimum. Right. So it's up to that state how they work that, but uh, usually with the ICNRC member board states, um, if you're going in there, the ADC is required, exam is required, you've already passed that, they, you, have, you have proof of that, then you won't uh, have to retest. Right, which is very significant. Because yeah, yes, because the certif- uh, the cert- the ADC passing the exam, take it having that certification goes with you. It gives mm-hmm. you portability, which a lot of people can't understand. Um, so if if you were to leave, to, I don't know why anybody would want to leave Texas, but <laughs> if you were to leave Texas, do you know off the top of your head some of the states that accept the uh, ADC? I, I think Massachusetts is one. Um, I don't know what some of the other ones are. Yeah, as far as using the the exam, there's like 48 states. Oh, okay. That well, that are, are member boards, and I think it's increasing. Uh, and then there's I don't know like 12 or 14 countries and territories or whatever that use it. Gotcha. So that is like the uh, main certification that comes through to from the ICNRC. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, hopefully, I'm not causing more questions than than what I'm trying to hopefully answer. But no, no, I think I think that's good. I mean, the, still, a lot of people have trouble wrapping their heads around. And of course, we have this this problem with different states having different requirements, different educational requirements, different mm-hmm. practicum and, and internship requirements. And mm-hmm. we're hoping to move towards something that's that's more nationally universal and and more of a standard. What do, what do you know about that, sir? What, what, do you, what are your feelings on that? Uh, I think it'd be great if it was just kind of a national standard, whatever that became. Um, however, I honestly, I don't think that's gonna happen too quickly because states still wanna have uh, control over what they do in their state. Right. So I know that SAMHSA put out, is putting out some things related to what they think some of the standards should be and it's things are being worked on by in those arenas yeah. uh, certification has, board has nothing to do with the uh, legislative bodies or doing any anything like that or dealing with legislative issues um, except us as you know being private citizens but um, the other organizations like you know especially when you talk about TAP and ADAC and that sort of thing right. they're uh, that's the ones that are in there legislatively fighting for 
what it is that we need to do in the field and yeah. uh, protect the, the professionals and that sort of thing. Right. Thanks. Um, the I want to talk again uh, when I mentioned before about sometimes LPCs and and other graduate level licensed folks ask me about getting the LCDC. Okay. I tell them uh, that how I look at it personally, and this might not be what everyone else thinks, but being in the LPC myself, I tell them that to me, the LPC is more of a generalist kind of license. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, the, the scope of practice is much wider and encompasses a lot of things, but you know, we still have to have competency to practice in those areas. So getting the LCDC or the um, ADC right. will show to others if they're working in the addiction field that they have met a minimal standard of competency for that credential, which means then they can feel more secure that this person really knows what they're doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I recommend that to yeah. LPCs and, you know, other graduate level licensed folks. Yeah, I do too, especially to the, like, if they really have a passion for this population, like if you really want to work in treatment and substance use treatment, and that's, that's what you want to do. You're an LPC get, the, you know, yes, it, it, you're, you will be paying renewals for two certifications or, or two, uh, a license and a certificate or, you know, yeah. but again, that's, what's mm -hmm. going to set you apart, um, mm -hmm. from others. Right. And see, and the other thing too, is that, um, um, the certifications, um, I, when I've, I've taught, been to conferences and stuff and sat with folks and talked with folks who are in graduate programs um, in different things. And I would ask them, well, how many courses in addiction have you had uh, yeah. uh, or related to addiction? And some will say, well, I have one or it's we have one if we want to take it. It's optional, that sort of thing. And I know there's been some changes for graduate uh, uh, programs for LPC. Uh, they raised the number of hours from 48 to 60, is my understanding, with KCREP. Um, and um, I believe I was told, and I don't know this for sure, that with that increase of hours, that more addiction stuff is being added, which is well, great. Yeah, at the time, uh, KCREP is still, it's just one course. It, it's oh. just one, oh. yeah, one course in addiction. Okay. At this okay. time, I believe that's, so, yeah. So then they tell me, you know, they'll say, well, I'm really not going to work with addiction. And my reply to that is, if you do anything in the field, you are going to deal with addiction. Mm -hmm. Because if you're doing mental health or other issues, um, addiction is going to come into play. And a lot of people you, you're going to talk with, you know, uh, are going to either be affected directly or indirectly by addiction. Uh, I had a private practice many years ago, and and I didn't advertise for uh, for addictions, mm -hmm. but uh, the majority of the clients I saw were had some kind of thing related to addiction. So that's why I think it's important that all the different areas get training and maybe even get certified, at least certified, if not the LCDC. Absolutely. Okay. And with that, the um, the certification board as like part of ICNRC uh, also has an advanced alcohol and drug counselor mm -hmm. uh, certification, which is a AADC. And it, it's 
it's a graduate level right. certification and you uh, and there's a separate exam for that and separate criteria for that but so that's an option too if somebody doesn't want to get the adc or the lcdc they can get that and i i, I just want to throw in a thing about the aadc i worked um at a place here in um, san antonio not right after i retired i started working there and um one of the people there, we had a, a federal contract, and one of the individuals there was uh, not an LCDC yet, but they came from another state and they had an AADC oh, okay. that they used in that state. They were graduate yeah. level person. Um, so, how would I make a long story short? Federal contracts don't adhere always to the state requirements. So they were able to get, and I uh, asked the, the folks there to check to see, uh, with the federal contract, they can say in there that the AADC would be uh, a viable credential for the program. So that individual was able to work in Texas, but in a federal program using her AD, AADC only. So, yeah. and with that, she could do, you know, co-occurring, see co-occurring clients, things like that, where is uh, LCDC, it's alone does not allow you to treat co-occurring. Right. Okay. And, and that's good. Uh, so to just recap, because a lot of students also ask me if they're in a graduate program, they're, they're getting, you know, getting their master's in counseling or something, what kind of certification they can get for addictions and counseling? Well, you can't really get a certification through a graduate program for addictions. I mean, there's a couple of programs that are, you know, masters in addiction counseling, like tech and mm -hmm. and stuff. So, but I bring up something like that. You can be the advanced ADC, and and you can get that certification through the certification board, but not mm -hmm. through the graduate program. But that's a, that's one. Right. And, it, and like myself, nationally, I have the MAC from NADAC. I have the, mm -hmm. the master addiction counseling. That's also mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. uh, an advanced level. Mm -hmm. certification right. so right okay Good. yeah so and, yeah and people are wondering well why do some people have them the mac and some people have the adc or the aadc that's the difference between icnrc and nadac mm -hmm. and even though we have tap uh texas is considered more of an icnrc state when it comes to certifications yeah. so but we do work together with all that all right so a couple of things i want to hit on uh as far as this goes, uh, one of the problems with certification is uh, is that people don't consider it unless getting a credential of any type, usually unless it's the state requires it. Okay, so state requires um, individuals to become certified prevention specialists. That is a requirement. Uh, they, I believe, how it's set up is. Um, that a person has to, if they're going to work in a field in, in prevention, they would like them and encourage them to be uh, certified as prevention specialists. Right. However, if a person wants to run a program and be over a program, they have to be certified uh, as prevention specialists. Um, the other uh, thing I want to hit about certification, um, individuals who are interested in uh, clinical supervision, for instance, right. there is a certified clinical supervisor credential that currently the state 
sees that as if a individual works at an agency and they are a certified clinical supervisor and that agency is if that agency itself does not have the CTI designation the um, uh, clinical training institution designation for to hire counselor interns for the LCDC they can still hire them because they have a uh, certified clinical supervisor there okay that's but they are very very few yes there's very few there are few and it seems like there are less and less um you know every few years it seems like the number uh continues to go down back when i right. first began there were there was you know significantly more than there are now mm -hmm. it seems like yes right okay and so with that for someone who's considering might want to consider that we started a new um uh, designation it's a um clinical supervisor designation which uh less requirements there's no test involved but it's kind of something a person can get as they're trying to achieve the sort of full certification so that's new um, the other one that's there is a in legislation in uh, in statute talks about is the certified criminal justice addiction professional and right. it is in statute that uh, any program a, a treatment program that is funded by the texas department of criminal justice can hire ccjps the uh, the requirement is a little bit different than the lcdc uh, and the restriction would be that they could only work if that's the only credential they have they could only work in programs that are funded by the texas department of criminal justice right. okay but that is that's another thing that's kind of in our statute um right so, the, so this yeah so um students and I'm th again thinking about students who are, are like criminal justice majors going into criminal justice um, they feel like this is something that they want to do. They can always become LCDCs because you can become an LCDC with a criminal justice degree. You have to go through the process, pass the exam, but you can also get your CCJP. Uh, when I started working, I, I knew several counselors because we got referrals from probation and parole and stuff. They had their CCJPs also. Something right. I always wanted to get. I mean, I mean, still might, um, but uh, yeah, it's something that's that's still an option for a lot of people yes yes it is uh and and having that and people having that that background in uh, like criminal justice area is really really good to have because that area is kind of unique uh, a lot of the things they're, they're pushing more and more towards getting people into uh, more of a counseling rehab kind of programs than just sticking them in prison and mm -hmm. you know jail and stuff like that so i think it's important that people you know really you have folks that definitely are uh, certified and competent in that area. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Then uh, let's see. the uh, The other things that we have, um, you know, there's a lot going on with this the peer recovery support area. Okay. And Texas has a lot of peer certifications and i'm not going to get into every one however there is a difference um, there is a two certifications one for mental health and one for 
for uh, substance uh, use disorders area for peers that uh, will allow them to uh, them or the agency basically to get reimbursed through Medicaid. Right. And that's, this is new. This is relatively new. That was added. Plus we have the certifications for, uh, and with that program for the Medicaid, they require that they have peer supervisors have, uh, get credentialed, uh, the instructors get, you know, kind of some kind of credential, uh, that sort of thing. But with all of that, there's the ICNRC has a uh, PRS uh, peer recovery support or peer recovery specialist. Uh, but in Texas, we call it the PRSS, the peer recovery support specialist. Right. Um, and that would be the reciprocal uh, credential. If someone went to another jurisdiction or state that has that, the PRS or PRSS, they would most likely be able to just apply for reciprocity and get credentialed in that state right. with that. Uh, that credential is, and this is one of the reasons why we changed the name of the certification board, since we added the mental health mm -hmm. uh, peer specialist for the Medicaid and the peer recovery support also is for substance use uh, it, uh, treatment individuals, you know, work in that area as peers or in also in mental health. So okay. that's why one of the reasons why with all this negotiations, uh, it was asked if, you know, could we take the addiction professional out of our name or add mental health to the name as well. So instead of making our name longer, we made it shorter. Yeah. So it's broadening. I mean, it's, yes. it's yeah, mm -hmm. it's getting, it broader. is, it is. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot other, there's more certifications that we have. And then there's uh, a thing that's called a certifi certified, like criminal, you know, uh, criminal justice professional uh, applicant, you know, that was to be like an intern mm -hmm. and, you know, that sort of thing, they created that. So they have the title and they can working and things like that. So, I mean, there's different things. They haven't be Texas has an advanced prevention specialist Yes, uh, yeah. area which um, I know a couple of them, yeah. and it's not uh, currently that it's not uh, an ICNRC uh, uh, credential. It's not a, you. You can't currently you don't have reciprocity with the advanced mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Yeah. Texas has it though to kind of designate those with graduate degrees and things like that, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, but and I also know that the people at ICNRC that are working with prevention, which one is very uh, involved from Texas, uh, are looking at, to have the uh, ICNRC recognize and have an advanced uh, prevention credential, so. Yeah, that's great. All right. So, so something, and, I, yeah, so, something that students need to keep in mind. Um, I always mentioned prevention as an option you know I know a lot of people want to go into treatment and counseling which is great we definitely have a need for that but don't um, don't rule out prevention as as a way to not get introduced but but it's something that's you know part of the continuum of treatment part of the continuum of service prevention is you know a viable career man you know right 
Right. And I think one of the things that people say, well, why should I get certified? You know, there's a lot of different certifications out there that people can get. They can get certified with anger management. They get certified in, you know, uh, in a lot of different areas. Uh, why do they do that? It's because um, agencies and programs, uh, they know about the certification. They know that means that people meet a minimal requirement, at least to show that they uh, have some competency in the area, education-wise, uh, 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 experience-wise, you know, um, that sort of thing. And so when the agencies or programs require it, then people are more likely to get the certification. Right. And I think when, um, that's why a lot of our certifications are very popular because they're required. Yes. You know, yeah. By, by folks. By funders, but, usually sometimes too. And mm -hmm. yeah. But I, I would tell folks to uh, look at if they, like for instance, a sort of uh, supervisors thing, either the designation or the, the full certification. Uh, yeah, there is something in legislation or something in the LCDC rules about, you know, if they have the certified clinical supervisor. However, working at an agency, if you have that, or have at least a designation, it shows that you at least met a minimal requirement uh, set uh, by the professionals in the field right. to meet uh, towards, you know, having that some credential and doing uh, supervision, right. which, uh, you know, can and hopefully uh, more and more agencies and things like that will look at some of these things and, mm -hmm. and people, to me, that's something that could uh, might be the thing that gives a person a, a, a position or, you know, gets hired sure. uh, over someone else that doesn't have something, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up. Uh, some of the big takeaways I got, I know this, but again, to, to kind of share this information with other people, the LCDC, if that's what you want to pursue, that's what you want to get, you can... Yes, you will get it through the state, but you will take the exam and get the certification materials through the TCB, through the certification board. Mm -hmm. That's the way to get it done. That's that's the road to take. Um, and of course, you know, the difference between the license and certification. Uh, the way I put it sometimes is, you know, you need your license, like driving, like you need to have your license to drive. You know, if you don't have your license, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. You know, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll get in trouble. So, but if get a certification, if you want to set yourself apart, if you kind of want to challenge yourself on some of the, you know, special areas of specialty, like with prevention, like advanced um, addiction and alcohol drug counseling, you can get your certifications in that, you know, kind mm -hmm. of separate you from the pack and stuff. Well, thank you, Dr. Bergen. Anything else you want to share? Um, uh, if they, if anyone has questions, they can always uh, go to the website. Mm -hmm. You know, it's tcbap.org. Uh, on there, there's phone numbers. They can always call the yes. uh, our management office. Uh, we we got to make sure that it's very important. Uh, don't call TCB to ask about your license, your LCDC license. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's you can call if, if you're dealing with stuff with testing, get a hold of them. But if it has to do with getting your intern status, mm -hmm. uh, getting the LCDC itself, uh, renewing your LCDC, that is 
uh, Health and Human Services yeah, yeah, licensing state. division. Yeah. 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 So. Well, th thank you again for your time. Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of uh, what's left of the semester and enjoy your holiday break. Thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Hold on a second.